The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. competitive star wars system the only one who should represent us all is jack porkins a hero we all need but do not deserve this is his story mr Por- porkins porkins you're here i'll tell you something i went to arby's the fine sandwich establishment and i was i only went there because i tell you what i was hungry this is schmitty by the way i was hungry <laughs> And I was told that they have the beef. And Ving Rames told me this. Uh, and I went there and I ordered myself a wrap. And I tell you what was on the chicken and some jalapenos with some pepper jack cheese. A wrap, you say? Some spicy barbecue sauce. And I'm going to tell you this. I'm, and oh, wait, there were some jalapenos, but they were like, they were um, the, the jalapeno medallions. They're deep fried. Jalapenos. Crunchy. How, uh, jalapenos. <laughs> the, the, the crunchy jalapenos. And I'll tell you something. I took one bite of that. Oh, I think there was also some, some uh, Southwest Spicy Ranch. On oh, that shit. I took a bite of that. And I'll tell you something. Flavor country. But I'll tell you also, uh, Jack, uh, I went for a run later that day. And I'll tell you what happened. I got a case of the bubble guts. And, <laughs> and my local Lego shop was not open. And I just shut my pants. Yeah, yeah, well, I didn't have that fancy jumpsuit. With I'm that fucking suction, that right suction tube that uh, suctions the shit from your derriere up have to God heard, knows where. Have you heard, you said rap. Have you heard the new Perkin, Porkins rap? Oh, Mr. Porkins, please do tell, do tell. Is it a gangster rap? Oh, it certainly is. I'm going to bust a, a cap in those rebels' asses. Oh, that's that's not a bad tune. <laughs> I uh, there are some Ewoks in this house. Oh, some fuzzy buddies. What was that? And they're and they're whores. Oh no no no! What? Just Ewoks. They're not in this house. We did that last week. No, uh, 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 yeah. Baron, no, 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 not yet. No, Baron, Baron, no, you, no, you stay back with those whores in the house. Whores, you stay back. Okay, he's gonna. Oh no, not this again. Yes, yes, very good. These whores in this house. Well, okay, okay. Oh, uh, before we get this started, can yeah, I just we, I, wait, I, wait, wait, wait? I got I, I, a okay, old prospector yeah. here. Real oh, quick, oh, what do you have to say? I got. I'm the lawyer for the panel discussion, and I got a cease and desist from <laughs> from the entire uh, rap genre. <laughs> He's dead. Okay. Oh wait, we yeah, just gotta stop. <laughs> Old prospector, by the way, since you're on this cease and desist, yeah. uh, I myself have been given a cease and desist order from the entire globe. Uh, and I feel like I need to apologize. You've been canceled? No, um, not yet. But horse in this house. Yes, there were. Uh, there were horses in, in FDR's house. house, I believe. He had a house on the Hudson. 
And there were many whores in that house that would also facilitate his needs. He had and, a house and, on Ernie Hudson? No, not Ernie Hudson. The Hudson. It's a river, you see. And uh, I, I must say that there were a few weeks ago himself. that I said that this panel discussion was, uh, I, I, I somberly will admit this, that I, I admitted that this panel discussion was brought to us by polio. That was not the case. But uh, the very next day, this disease reared its ugly head back and is ravaging the world. And the world has delivered me a cease and desist order uh, on polio. So I will like to say that I, uh, uh, I will apologize for my polio no. remarks. Stop that. If their checks keep clearing, we keep plugging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wait. right. As your lawyer, I must tell you, continue to sail out. <laughs> No oh, prospectors, right? To pay for in this house. I'm, well, I'm, I must like. <laughs> well, I'm sorry if we if we get polio, if we contract polio, the whores will do nothing for this house because we shan't feel anything below our knees. As yeah, you don't know nothing. Back in my day, a good whore brought you a good dollar. <laughs> it just means we last longer. Oh well, that could be true. That's Are right. You... We're just delaying the inevitable. Do you think? <laughs> You think Eleanor had polio? I have it on good authority oh. that Ewoks make a great whore. <laughs> in this house? Perhaps. In this house. In any I'll house. In your house. Mankind versus Cade. <laughs> <laughs> I must say, I must say, uh, you know, there, there are a lot of things in this world, but polio is a serious issue, folks. It's ravaging the world. And it I'll sure tell you is. this. It also ravaged FDR's ability to walk. That's why it gave us fireside chats. That's right. Because That's he probably why. Because you know, he got put near the fire and he couldn't go anywhere else. No, no. All he had to do was chat about it. He just had to chat about it. <laughs> he was just stuck there. <laughs> I tried to apologize for my actions and I've dug myself a deeper grave. Something that FDR could not do because of the polio. We need the Undertaker versus mankind <laughs> in your house. <laughs> in your for house, 96. The apologetic views of Will do not reflect those who uh, who are on this show, okay? Who need don't, the money. Don't, don't be a wuss, okay? It just paid. It just paid... It paid my credit card bill for the month. Okay, the polio check came in. I know you didn't see any. Oh of it. man, no, it was it was that, Ralph Polo. I, I I'm sorry, guys, I misspoke. That oh, oh. speaking of speaking <laughs> was, of sponsors, it was, clothing, real, it was the clothing company, not the disease. Speaking of sponsors, real quick, uh, I pulled some strings, and this episode of the panel discussion is brought to you by the relationship between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to just take a giant shit on your own partner's bed? The relationship between Johnny and Amber. <laughs> Maybe she had polio and she lost all control of her bowels. Does that happen? I honestly don't know. I, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming FDR in that wheelchair also did not have control of his bowels. There's some polio in this house. <laughs> <laughs> it's a disease is killing I don't. You guys have an iron lung set up? You started this. I uh, in a, in advertently. <laughs> I mean, the, bring, the disease has been dead since the goddamn forties. Let's what bring back fuck? tuberculosis next. <laughs> How about dip 
hysteria. Like that, Balto. I like that. I like that. Balto. I don't know if you guys know this, but the Black Plague is just ravaging Europe. Just ravaging it. These why rats. Be so, these why does the, the plague got to be black? <laughs> That's what they called it. That's the name of it. The rats carry it. That's what I'm saying. It's because they're black rats, not the gray rats or the brown rats. This society as a this society as a whole has had a racist problem since (laughs) long ago. It's not the fact. It's nothing to do with the color of the fur. It's the ones that carry the the plague. You should never judge a rat by the color of his. No, you should when they carry a goddamn plague. (laughs) That's what happens. I'm seeing stars. How did this happen? What are we talking about? Oh, the Black Plague. (laughs) That is kind of racist. But no, it was the black rats. It has nothing to do with the person that it impregnates. That's like alien. Right. Like I you wish get it was... plague and it's like a xenomorph popping out of your belly. I wish it was a white plague, but it's just really lame. <laughs> yeah, the white plague. I don't think the white rats. I think they were uh, well <laughs> taken care of. I think they had. They come from a place of privilege. They do. They do. Those white but rats. they're incredibly lame. I mean, the black rats had to dig through sewage. And I've never a, once seen a cool white rat. That's all I, I have. Say. I mean, they do mazes and shit, uh, they and they get cheese at the end. <laughs> yeah, let's put that quote on the door. I <laughs> remember getting the the board game of Mousetrap for Milton and oh, Brad. Oh, now you're talking. And those whites were all white. Well, they were all white rats. <laughs> they were oh, all were white they? mice. Yeah, I think so. Oh man, I thought they were like I a think they're technically <laughs> good game. Are you playing the, the Mousetrap? Oh, oh, Will Sheets is white. (laughs) Yeah, that's all I see. I'm sorry. He's colorblind. (laughs) Whites and lesser shades of it. I wouldn't sit him after a... (laughs) I wouldn't sit him after a purple flower from my sweetheart, and he never came back. (laughs) I brought you back a lavender flower, and she was allergic to lavender, and she died. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) You killed Clem and died. I sure did, but it was an accident. It was a sheer accident. And then I tried to give her a clementine fruit and she didn't eat it because she was already dead. So I ate it. And then I ate her. And she you heard just, it here first. She had rigamortis. Don't eat clementines. <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking news. But it's just dead. Dead people can't eat stuff. But you can eat them. Are you dead? You can't eat. But we can eat you. That's what I've been told. Oh, yeah. If there's a plane crash on top of a high mountain, yeah, alive. You gotta stay alive. One. You have to yeah. stay alive. That's or if a, you're that's on the a... Oregon Trail trying mm-hmm. to get to California and you get stuck in the Rocky Mountains, I'm gonna be old Donner family on you. <laughs> all my all my trail amigos died of diphtheria. Yeah. Is that a disease? <laughs> it is a disease. Balto yeah. did it. Nobody died of polio on the Oregon Trail. <laughs> I'll tell you that. That we know of. Just my oxen. They always broke their leg, those oxen. My oxen How many wagon oxen. wheels can one break in one trip to the Oregon? How yeah. many? You got have many? so many extras. I should have, but I didn't buy them because I was too busy hunting grizzlies. I remember on any episode of, of Little House on the Prairie, uh, those wagon wheels broke so much. Just it the was axle, the worst thing not the wheels. Happen. It was the axle. The axle of the wagon wheel would break. Yeah. And then I'd be like, Axel, you're stronger than that. Sing me um, that song from Guns N' Roses. And then he would sing me Sweet Child of Mine. How does that go? 
Whoa, 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 whoa. Shut, <laughs> shut the fuck up. I'll tell you, that's a genuine good song. Genuine? Yeah, <laughs> speaking of genuine, oh, let, me, let me tell you a tale, you see. Oh, um, no. Last week I was here to sing about Matthew, your wet ass pussy. And I, <laughs> oh God! That, it was uh, uh, it was given an Emmy Award on the show last night. You see, for my rendition. We of did the win an Emmy. Pussy. <laughs> uh, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this now. <clears throat> oh God! Here it goes. This better not be forty. I long. am just a bachelor. Yes, I'm looking for a partner. Someone who knows how to ride, even without falling off. Ooh, Where are the whores in this house? Gotta be compatible. Take me to my limits. Girl, when I break you off, I promise that Why you won't happening? want to get it off. Stooly, stooly. Yes, yes, yes. If you're horny, you if do. you're horny, let's do it. You see? Ride it. My pony, my saddle's waiting Wait, for Baron, you. Baron, what's that? I, I tell you. Oh, look at look, look at that. Look at uh, that. Come on, Hold jump. On. Jump on it, you see. No. No, wait, wait. Oh, shit, you're horny. Oh, let's do it. You got to shoot him in the mouth. <laughs> Ride it. My, my pony, my, my saddle is saturated and it's waiting. Come on it. Oh. Save a story. Come on and jump on it. Sitting here. He's still good. Plotting. Peeping. We would have done better. We should have just given them diphtheria. <laughs> yes. Ivan. Ivan Cash. My baby. He shall, baby brother. He shall come back. He shall punch me. And he shall finish this. Tanya Wine. Fuck your coach. <laughs> ah. Shut this. We'll let, you do it. we'll let you do it next time. <laughs> If you live, good job, Baron. I mean, Stooley. If Baron lives, uh, we'll let him do something next week. (laughs) He's dead now, right? Yeah, I think we're good. I think Baron's comatose. How many people does fucking Stooley have to kill? Just you, you bitch. It wasn't me. I didn't do it. You're trying to run Oh, God. Oh, no. Baron's dead. Quick. Someone try to feed him a Clementine. (laughs) Have you seen these lyrics? They're great. They're just amazing. Trying... They're yeah, incredible. You know, maybe, perhaps yeah. next week when you're not so gun happy. No, I just, listen, he'll be okay. He always comes back. Yeah. You can't keep a good Baron down. No. <laughs> not even in World War II. Thank God for shotguns, though. Am I right? No, I think there's a that's law a, saying you can't That's get how I go to bed every night, just praying to my God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for shotguns. The sawed off variety. Dear sweet Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you for shotguns. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we can, we, he'll be back next week and we could sing Pony by Genuine. Well, I mean, do you have eight minutes carved out for next week's? Uh, uh, we'll activity. try as long as there's not another fucking convention, you know? Oh, that's right. There was that thing that has uh, diphtheria 23, I think. They were talking about different diseases, right? So there was what? There was uh, polio's back, and then you had. Um, rigor mortis that's a disease that's ravaging the world uh, the <laughs> COVID just being dead <laughs> no it's a new disease uh, okay. I saw it in um, Return of the Living Dead See, it's, it's a disease it was it was uh, put in the air at a uh, local um, 
uh, crematorium. And then it brought all the dead things back to life, but it was a disease. And if you inhaled it, you were living, but now you're a zombie. And then, so that's two. Then we have COVID one through 19. So that's, um, that's 21 diseases. Monkeypox is 22. And then I think 23 was syphilis times 10. How many animals have a pox? All of them. <laughs> pox I want to get the rhinoceros pox. Rhino pox, hippo pox, uh, spider pox. I want pox. that planet, planet poos pox. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Google it right now. That, I'm going to yeah, see if there's an epidemic right now. Platypus pox. I tell you what that does to your platypus. It gives you seven of them. That's it's a lot of pusses. Hold that's on. seven times the fun. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is there platypus pox? <laughs> no, not yet. Not yet. I, I, do I just invented it. Oh, no. He'll be back. He'll be back. He got platypus pox. Johnny. <laughs> Johnny, yeah, platypus box. Oh no! Oh, those are the twenty-three diseases that have been laid out in the world by this uh, convention that happened this weekend, right? There's yeah. Oh, he's back. There's horse in this house. There <laughs> were. That's how you got platypus box. Are you back? You okay? I'm back. Better than ever. I'm back. <laughs> Mr. Bischoff, I have to ask you a question. Uh, after Controversy creates through- cash. Uh, three minute warning here. Um, yep. You have three minutes to explain this to me before some HLA. Uh, how bad was getting platypus pox right then and there? And why did it stop you from uh, any kind of human functioning? Because that's what it does. You know, oh. the, pla- the platypus has uh, the combination of platy and the puss put together, right? It does have venomous quills. Puss. They do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's what, uh, and the venomous quills keep you from uh, moving. They do. That they do. Is what happened to all of us here. Speaking of uh, other other diseases that can be spread through the D twenty three is uh, werewolfdom. Do you guys see that? There's a werewolf by night. Oh, yeah. And it happened way back in the olden times of oh. the thirties, maybe the forties, the nineteen the, the before the pictures had color to them. Um, I tell you, werewolf by night. I was like, eh, okay. It's a it's a it's another Marvel property. That's where Moon Knight made his debut. Um, but it was back in the time period where Marvel was really uh, going balls deep in the Tomb of Dracula, Frankenstein, Zombie. Um, although the Werewolf by Night was another uh, uh, property that I think they had a Mummy one as well, Tombs of the Mummy. Well, I thought Werewolf by Night was kind of like a superhero type deal. It too. was, but they also had Tomb of Dracula. They had yeah. a Zombie one. Where it was like oh, I do remember Tomb of Dracula. Yeah, it was. That's where uh, Blade made his first appearance. But there were. Um, that's where they could get away. They were trying to broaden their horizons. But this, I, I had no idea that they were doing a period piece, such a stylistic episode. I, I think it's a cool concept. I, mean, I, I don't know awesome. where. I don't know where it fits in with the entire. I don't even care. Universe. All I know is band thing is it. Did you well, see man, definite... man thing? Oh yeah, he's in the trailer. You can see him. Did I miss man it? thing is in there, and I cannot wait. Because Man Thing is like, uh, he's he's Swamp Thing, but he has like a multi-dimensional thing. So I think that's how they're gonna work it in. Because he's, he's kind of like yeah. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. He he's almost as cool as Thing Man, but not yeah, almost as cool. Almost as cool as the Thing that you have, Man. But Man <laughs> Thing 
He's got that long stork hanging off his nose. I'm yeah. It's very phallic. But I'm telling you, he is an awesome character. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. I love how they even had like the little blip bubbles. Like how it, it would be. It, it looks ever, awesome. Was this ever announced before this trailer? I don't remember. Yeah, we didn't hear it was. Yeah. I think a couple months ago it popped up. The idea of okay. it popped up. Um, Not a full I, show, but like a single, like almost a Halloween special. Yeah. Yeah. When so, is this supposed to drop? Oh, uh, later this month. Like, I think. Oh, uh, it is supposed to be this year. This month. Oh, this oh, month. Yeah. This month. Yeah. Like, I think in two or three weeks before the end of September. Yeah, probably like right well, I think, I think it is. I think it is the 23rd. Well, actually. shit. Wake me up before September ends. That was, a, that is that a bad. Green Day song? Yeah. Yeah. It's a Green Day triumph. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, sorry to kill that conversation. Um, yeah, this is really neat. This is a nice what little one off for of the, the MC. <laughs> That's if Limp Biscuit sang Green Day songs. <laughs> uh, I'll show myself out. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Uh, <laughs> I'll be right there with you. Um, but yeah. I was in a band once, and we sang "Basket Case." Well, that's pretty cool. About masturbating. That's is that what that's about? That's in yeah. That's the song about yeah. Didn't I mean, that. you can make any song really about masturbating if you just try hard enough. Remember the end of Dookie when it was like silence, and then I was like, "I'm all of myself." Such wonderful things. Everybody knows that that John Lennon. I'm all of myself. <laughs> John Lennon's Imagine is nothing but about just masturbating. I think night. that's what uh, like Green Day and the Beatles had that in common. It was a lot of masturbatory yeah. references. Innuendos. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Olympusco was there too. Though that's yeah. where the three are connected. Okay. Those three lyrical geniuses. <laughs> Fred Durst, John Lennon, and uh Billy Joel. I will most certainly I would put Fred Durst in the Joel. upper echelon of songwriters. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Exactly. For sure. <laughs> He's a great guy. He's a lyrical poet. Yeah. Break Him down. and Shakespeare are right there. Yeah, did you know he <laughs> wanted to just break stuff? <laughs> uh, I would like to take a chainsaw. Perhaps, Johnny, perhaps I could skin your ass raw. I'll think about it. <laughs> Got this chainsaw. Yeah. Well, Charlie, things don't go my way tonight. I might just chainsaw your ass tonight. That's true. That's, I think those are the lyrics. He's been, that those are the threatening voicemails. Wheels been living me for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say them. I just play the song, <laughs> so that way I'm not implicated. They can't do the voiceover to figure out it's me. Um, let's see. See, so yeah, we'll are put, you guys looking forward to Werewolf by Night? I, 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 I am. No, I, I am. Wait. I, 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 am. All, I, I think it's I was, fun. I was surprised that it was so stylized. Too. Yeah. It looks like a grindhouse film. Yeah, there's most of the stuff they announced. I'm interested in at least checking out. So, yeah, yeah, a lot of people like I I read on Twitter, and obviously Twitter is a cesspool of what horrible people. Um, Those birds have done nothing. But that's where I live. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, I need to create a Stooley Steve Twitter account. Yes, you do. Uh, He doesn't have one. What do you create? He doesn't have one on his own. No, he doesn't know he's technology. He's from the 1920s. Oh, okay. I right. share I'm that giving comment. this all homework, except for Will, because he doesn't believe in social media. But Old Prospector and Stooley Steve need Twitter accounts. <laughs> if you guys want to make myself or Baron one, feel free. I don't care. Okay. Honestly, 
Yeah. Not that myself or Baron are implicated or linked in any way, shape, or form. Two <laughs> totally different talking, people. Two completely right, different people. Yes, yes. Two totally different. Yes. I thought he was dead. <laughs> no, he's uh well, he's bleeding out. He's like uh Mr. Orange. Are you okay? My brother. Yeah, there we go. Fuck him. Fine. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, right. he's, good. he's, he's bleeding good. out over there. He's hallucinating, yeah, I think. Uh, Mr. Baron, are you okay? Yes, Mr. Brown is going to cut the fucking hair on this guy. All right, so that's not Mr. D- Brown, that's Mr. Blonde. He does. He's so talking this- about jokers to left him and in, in, uh, clowns to the right. Something along so those lines. So this D23, yeah. out of all the things that was announced, what's the one thing that you're the most excited about? Oh, it's Thunderbolts easily for no, me. No, fuck that shit. What that you- was lame as fuck. What are you talking about? I love the fact that they're doing Thunderbolts, but it's like, Hey, guess what, guys? Uh, we're going to give you a team, and there's going to be a super soldier. And then guess what? There's going to be another super soldier. And then uh, guess what? There's going to be another super soldier. And then, hey, 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 guess what? Another super soldier. And then guess what? Ho, ho, a spy. And then guess what? Hey, another spy. And then, hey, 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 uh, uh, a spy. And an old prospector. <laughs> like, like, if you think about it, like, I was expecting the Thunderbolts to be like the Dark Avengers, right? But I'm you have okay, okay, okay. You got U.S. Agent, Super Soldier, yep. right? Uh huh. Yep. Taskmaster. Yep. Mm-hmm. Super yep. Soldier. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's that's a Super Soldier. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then then you get um, let's see here. Let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Winter Soldier. That's a Super Soldier. That that good. Right. good. That's yep. three mm-hmm. Super Soldiers. Then you get Yelena. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. she is a uh spy. Oh wait, Red Guardian. That's another super soldier. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh then you get um let's see here. Uh old prospector. The only one who's got superpowers is Ghost. Well, didn't they didn't they figure didn't they help her at the end of Ant Man? Yeah, but she can still phase. Can't She's like Kitty Pratt. Oh, she could control it now. Yeah. I mean what, what I know who else, who did you Zemo, want? how is Zemo not in that team? Because he's in Wakanda jail. But he should. That's the point. They break that. Their Suicide Squad Marvel version. I guess. How is Abomination not on that team? Because he's legally not allowed to to turn into Abomination anymore. They literally just did it in Chico. Yeah, he just got out of jail. It, it sh- it would be cool if but, they but, did. But but hey, we need like okay. Granted, maybe they'll be surprised where they bring them in because I think they could possible. do a Suicide Squad thing where like they go in a battle and like three of them die right away because <laughs> like. They fucking suck. <laughs> but like, does anybody really care what Ghost does? I'm sorry. Uh, like, besides Jelena, like Winter Soldier is like, okay, throw him away. Like, he's done at this point. His arc is over. Demi Moore probably cares what Ghost does. <laughs> no, <laughs> Swayze. They've already played all that pottery together. Okay, Whoopi Goldberg has helped them. I'm still. What the fuck happened to Sister Act Three? Where is Sister Mary Clarence Part Three? That's a great question. I want to know too. They announced that on D Plus. Did they? Yeah, yes. years ago uh, when maybe... they first launched the fucking yes. whole thing. That's Sister right. Act Three. Maybe HBO Max got their hands on it. No, it. no, nobody no, else no. wants it besides Disney. <laughs> Disney's the only one who will milk every franchise for what they're worth. And I need grumpiest old men. There was a new Home Alone last year. Remember? And it sucks. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was terrible. I know. With the world ass, Hocus Pocus 2, I'm sure, is going to be really great, too. I don't even care. It's September 30th, and I cannot wait. I cannot I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to enjoy it. And I'm also... <laughs> And I'm never going to talk about it again. No, And I'm also quite excited for the next, the Santa Claus. I will be watching that as well with my Santa hat on. (laughs) And then I'm going to ask Matt every time they have a football player on there so I can know who they are. (laughs) So Thunderbolts, I'm sorry. Like, I'm excited for it, but I wanted them to go more Avengers, but it seems like it's going more like Winter Soldier. Seems too much too grounded. Yeah, yeah I'm so happy that David Harbour's in it as Red Guardian. Oh, he's like gonna that. be great. He's gonna he's, be fantastic. He was great in Black Widow, so I'm happy he's back. Elaine is back. I liked her character. I like more of the characters, but I was I was expecting more. You expected a different team. Like like everybody seems the same. They're all mercenaries or super soldiers. There's no diversity. I mean, it kind of right. That makes sense for a Thunderbolts type thing. It's so weird, like. With the MCU, you know, nothing has been perfect, right? Like, it, it, they had to do their own interpretations. You know, Civil War was severely dumbed down for the sake of the story. You know, we had a five-on-five five fight at an airport. Like, that was the biggest battle of <laughs> a Civil War. Yeah. This makes a, I feel like the way that the MCU has shaped up. I know they've added a lot of characters in recent memory, but... This gives some of those secondary characters something to do that we probably wouldn't see again. It it maybe is some kind of payoff. Like you're right, you know, Ghost, uh, whatever. Uh, you know, see Larry, Larry. Um, you know, Ghost is <laughs> shout out to Larry on the podcast. <laughs> Stories from the sideline. Go, go check out their podcast. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Mr. Shut up, Larry. Larry knows. This is my show, Larry. Exactly. That's what I want to know. Whoopi, where's Whoopi? Where's Sister Mary Clarence Part Three? Uh, but like, like, what is going? I mean, Ghost is still living. Some people probably a fan. I just no, I, he's he's dead. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> But it gives these secondary characters something, something of substance to grab onto. And if it succeeds, then, you know, maybe the team, it it, it can evolve. Uh, I don't know. I'm actually pretty excited. The fact that like when they announced Bucky in there, I was pretty thrilled. It gives him some kind of new direction. I don't know where his character is going to go. I really kind of hope, like, I don't mean this cynically, but I hope this is his swamp song. I thought he was going to get killed off in the new Captain America movie. I thought that was going to be. His no, song. I don't think like I think if he was in that, it's going to take away from Sam. So I'm happy that he's not in that. But as he's in Thunderbolts, I think that should be his swan song. There's nothing left for him to do at this point. It does certainly seem that way or like, unless in, either that or he goes full blown villain leading into New World Order uh, NWO Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. He's the third man. Hogan. <laughs> Winter are making the their way man. to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, I've also heard rumors that Mr. Blau, Perfect Kurt Vincent, Stevie Ray, Horace Hogan, uh, the Disciple, they're all coming back, folks. And Who's uh, the Vincent of the Marvel Universe? The Vincent? Uh, oh, <laughs> Everett Ross, I think. <laughs> yes. Can we all agree on that? 
Everett yeah, Ross is the Vincent. As soon as you said that name, I couldn't remember who that was. So yeah, yes. me too. <laughs> Everett Ross is uh, the Hobbit. He's Bilbo Baggins. Oh, oh then no. No, we can't do it. I will not do it to that man. He's fantastic. Well, now, mind you, whoever is the Vincent of the MCU, it has to be a dig in some way, shape, or form, name-wise. Because the only reason he was called Vincent in WCW is because they were making fun of Vincent Kennedy McMahon. The only reason he was called Virgil in WWF was because he was making fun of Dusty Rhodes because his real name is Virgil. You see. I see. So we got to have a name that starts with his So they're making fun of Jim Ross. He's a great commentator. I don't know why they're taking pot shots at AEW, but I guess it's the time. How do let's we call, get here? Let's call him Pipe Bomb. <laughs> we could do that. Uh, but no, it's definitely Everett Ross, folks. He is the Vincent. Yeah, the he's just kind of there. He's just yeah, kind he's of there. there. I can't do it just because I like that actor and I refuse. <laughs> yeah, he's a good actor, but he could pull it off. He's going to be in Armor Wars and he's going to be in Secret Wars. We got that trailer, too. Is it a we lot get, of wars? <laughs> it's a lot of wars. We didn't get Secret Wars. Secret Wars. We got yeah, Secret he, Invasion. Oh, well, yeah, okay. So there was a big invasion. difference, Yes, Mr. there is. I apologize. Yeah, Secret invasion. <laughs> it's not quite a war, but it's an invasion. Yeah. And Everett Ross, a.k.a. Virgil, is in that movie. Yes, he is. Yes, yes. Yes, yes he is. Uh, I didn't like that trailer. I don't think it revealed a whole lot. No, it didn't, but it didn't hype me up at all. No. Don Cheadle's in it? Okay. Oh, well, I have the opposite... I- I was like, okay, I'll watch this. Oh, yeah. I'm I mean, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna I'll, watch it. I'll watch it, but am I excited for it is the question. And the answer is no. Oh, there were two different people. <laughs> you see. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, that's what it is. But um, so we got that. What else did we get at D23? Uh, we got the announcement that uh, Tim Blake Nelson is going to return. Finally, finally, we're getting the leader back. The I like how they're. Finally acknowledging the Incredible Hulk. We got a little backhanded comment about it on She-Hulk. How, like, last time we met, I was a completely different person. Uh, which he was. He was uh, Edward Norton. Um, so <laughs> We didn't think we were going to get a payoff for that. No, it was. It's like that was what? Uh, that's 2008. Yeah, that's a lot of time. I think it's going to be leading. And I hope we're going to get a Masters of Evil in New World Order, which will also tie into Thunderbolts where we get, like, Zemo in maybe one or hopefully both of those movies. Mm-hmm. Masters of Evil, you got to have Zemo. You got to have a leader. You got to have Abomination. Yeah. You got to have maybe Red Skull comes back. Oh, He's man. been freed from Vormir. That's true. That's secondly true. He did or, or we could get, uh, in the comics, they released a new Red Skull who was, like, his daughter, but... It was a female Red Skull. So maybe we get that. Hmm. So I, I'm hoping perhaps between Thunderbolts and New World Order, we get maybe a Masters of Evil. And we've already seen uh, Wrecking Crew. Perhaps they come back. Wrecking Crew. Right. And we don't know what's going to happen with Phase 6, right? That's the thing. We, do, we no, have no idea. Really announced Literally much. the only yeah. things are Fantastic Four and, and I think then, that second yeah. Avengers movie. And yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, So we could get a lot. There, there could be setting up a lot. I, I like the idea of, a, a, of, I mean, it's just, it's just never ending setup. It's just setup after setup after setup after setup. But um, I don't hate the idea of a Masters of Evil 
concept. I think we could start. I think we're at the point where we could start looking at some of the villains and start start making movies and such. Well, they have to because, like, what else are you gonna do? You've already run out of a lot of heroes. I really don't think they're ready to introduce the mutants yet. So, no, John, was it Johnny you sent that video? No, I did. Oh, you no, was Will you. did. That was Will me. Did. Unless you liked it, then I'm taking credit for it. No, it's it, it <laughs> kind of a cool concept. I mean, I don't want to rush the mutants. No, take it. Take your time. Take a tie. Like is that we know that the, the, the mutants are going to have to carry a phase. We are running out of heroes. It just sucks that we're never going to get, you know, uh, the mutants with, with Cap and Iron Man. And, never and, say never. Uh, Money. I don't think RDJ is coming back. Yeah, he will. No, he, he actually, I, I re-listened to his episode of the Joe Rogan podcast, and he was very open about him coming back would cheapen his death, which he's 100% correct. It's like when wrestlers retire and then they come back, it takes away from that moment. But but if you have a cataclysmic event years down the line, like I'm sure Stallone said at one point, I'm not going to come back as Rocky Balboa. I'm done. And then decades passed. And I'm like, hey, we got this great script about Creed. Oh, okay, that's pretty good. I'll come back for that. Possibly. If the script is good enough and he is broke and high enough, <laughs> he'd, have get, he'd have to get really broke. He's quite rich now. <laughs> I mean, he's done it once. I, I don't think he's ever been this rich before. If, if we his see, contract was pretty fantastic. If we see Doctor Doolittle two come out, then we know he's coming back to the. the I mean, he did do Doctor Doolittle. <laughs> yeah, but you know, so did uh, uh, who was the other one who did it? Oh gosh, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, but Eddie Eddie Murphy, Murphy yeah. had a thing for. Uh, never mind. Uh, I can't say in this day and age, but he had a thing for women of the night that weren't women. Holy. Uh, what? He he got caught with a transvestite prostitute. Oh, he did? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, what doomed but, a haunted mansion. But man, is that cares, what man? happened? What you're into is what you're into. It don't matter to me. No, it doesn't. But I'm just saying, like, that's what doomed That's did. what happened. Huh. I love Eddie Murphy. By the way, you see him dressed up as Axel Foley. They're doing Beverly Hills Cop 4, finally. Yeah. He's in his fucking Detroit Lions jacket. Judge Reinhold's in it. Sign Who's, me up all day. Has Okay. Fine. I, won't, <laughs> I won't destroy your hopes. <laughs> no, I mean, like, how great was coming to America? <laughs> The first one was great. The second one, I was like, "It was great. It was fun." Unless there's a go- call me when there's a golden child too that I will listen. Did you guys see Dolomite? Is my name? No, on Netflix. Oh, please watch it. It's what, so what good. It's about give me a quick synopsis. It is okay. So there was a uh, elevator pitch. There's a gentleman named Rudy Ray Moore. Okay, and he was a actor in quotes. Comedian, actor from the seventies. You're losing and he, me. He, he, he <laughs> developed. He developed black exploitation. He did the black exploitation films, like the bad kung fu. Yeah. The, what you talking about? Food? Like he, like made bank off of that. Like did black exploitation movies, but it wasn't like in a pandering way. He's done many movies. He's Dolomite. Um, God, fuck, uh, Petey Wheatstraw. Uh, he's got a ton of movies, but that he sounds horrible. No, like seriously, no, the, show, yeah, the show sounds. Good. I'm not doing justice to P, uh, fucking uh, Rudy Raymore. Is it a documentary or an actual show about? Literally, literally, go on your Amazon Music because no we only got Amazon Prime, right? We all got it. No, I don't. Oh, well, 
good for you. I, I, I actually think that's amazing that you don't have Amazon. <laughs> I did. And then I realized my wife had it. Okay. So go on her account. That way and I have- literally type in Rudy Ray Moore and listen to his stand up comedy. He did like that, that like uh telltale, like, yo, dick is so blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm, I, I can't do it because I'm white. So, um, but it's, it's, it's like Southern black, okay. uh, word of mouth comedy and it's great. And he was, he was in these black exploitation movies that are just like bad, but they're like so bad that they're great. I see. And, uh, Eddie Murphy played him in a Netflix uh, movie. Okay. I see it now. Okay. I feel like- literally just type in Rudy Ray Moore cover albums. And then you'll love him. I remember hearing about this. Okay. I remember hearing about this movie. You doing it came this? out in 2019. Yes. No. <laughs> Johnny, just type in Rudy Ray Moore cover albums. I'm not typing in a damn thing. <laughs> you will see. You we'll, will see. You will see so many naked we'll, women and so many naked men. That's what the internet they're just is. so happy. <laughs> there's whores in this house. There are whores, but they're so happy. They're we'll, well paid we'll, and pampered we'll. whores. Yes, Will, I love you, but your elevator pitch was just god awful. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. I, I even told you I cannot pitch this hey. movie as a white man. I can't do it. It got 97 percent of Rotten Tomatoes. I tell you, the movie. Oh, great. Rotten Tomatoes did it. Okay, I'll check it out. Yeah. <laughs> it was those tomatoes were so fucking fresh you could slice them and fry them, even if they were green. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. All right, I'm into it. Seriously, go watch that movie. It is. What started? What what we were talking about before that? I don't know. Twenty twenty three. Yeah. Yeah. We did Thunderbolts. We did Thunderbolts. We did the leader. Yep. Which is cool. Uh, I think we got some Daredevil stuff, but people were were crying and and whatever. Uh, Indiana Jones. They. uh, uh, This is a big shocker. Big news maker. Uh, Harrison Ford says this is the last one. What? (laughs) Did you see? Like, I like how they show the the outfits. For the new, the fifth movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the one villain outfit was like just straight up um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I can't remember the character's name, but the guy who like reached out, taught, I think his name was. Okay. The guy who reached yeah, out yeah. and burned his hand, I think his name was yeah. taught. It's like he's just his outfit. It's a fucking black suit with a red tie and a fucking pair of glasses with round. Um lenses and then the black cap it's just taught like and that's apparently I've one never of heard, the I've never heard the word taught so much <laughs> well i'll tell you things get real taught when uh i start talking about uh rudy ray moore my favorite taught how oh, great are those album covers you're watching them right now aren't you my favorite taught has a tater oh, so west side it. west side gun is a video on twitter oh yeah. i was i did look it up though no it looks i'm i'm gonna go check it out no look up hey, rudy ray moore album covers and it'll be sold even more. This is good for an audio medium. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, there's dicks everywhere. Penises and breasts and vaginas. And it's the 70s. So and they're all, all unkempt. Need. They're all unkempt, folks. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> See, he gets it. Eat out more often. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Fucking Rudy Ray Moore is a legend. Jody the Grinder. Yep, she grinds. Oh, wow. This is hot. Matt, those are fat. Matt, Matt, you can't watch. You, you, we're trying to do a show. Here. I can't believe I ate the whole thing. That's, yeah, that's what happens when it's that big. All right. Okay. All right. This is this is terrible for audio media. This is what you said Look about his penis. It's huge. <laughs> it's Rudy Ray Moore. 
That's you know he's dull yeah. tonight. Good for him. Yes, good for him indeed. I gotta yeah. move that. Okay. Um, other thing too, we got Echo and uh, hey, Kingpin's blind. Kingpin is blind. At least in one eye. At least in one eye. Maybe in two. He's got that ending scene and uh, Hawkeye. He was Echo shot him in the eye. You so think he he's lives. got pink eye? You think he just rubbed his peepers the wrong way after not he wiping rubbed, properly? He rubbed his taint and rubbed his eye. <laughs> I mean, he's a big guy. It's hard to reach back there. I think maybe he wiped him no, properly. You're killing me. Didn't wash properly <laughs> and then wiped his eyes and got the pink eye. I hate when that happens. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, uh, I've, how I've avoided it for this long is one of God's little miracles. <laughs> you think Indiana Jones five will be as good as Indiana Jones four? I enjoyed Indiana Jones four. I, don't I know did about... too. We've had this conversation. I we remember... have had it multiple times. Uh, I enjoyed before. it as well, except for when I saw it in a the theater opening night. This lady kept taking phone calls and talking on her phone as loud as possible. Well, it's oh, not Stevens' like fault or Harrison's. Is it? Is no. It... I'm not blaming was, them. I'm blaming her. Well, good. Well, we should probably. Was she a, was she a motherly lady? Was she like an? Uh, was she like a boomer, like a Karen? She was. Hell, she, I would. If she's not a mom, I'd be shocked. If that's what you're asking. Okay. Yes. That dude. We. I think we've tried to have this conversation too. Movie theater etiquette is horrendous. It's dead. It's yes. so bad, especially <laughs> with texting now. People think they can just text, and it doesn't. With uh, their bright ass, bright with ass, their super bright on. phones. And yep. It drives me nuts. <laughs> what was I? Oh, it's been a while. The last time I had a bad experience was when I saw the original Jurassic World and I had a flip out on an elderly uh, moviegoer because they wouldn't stop like talking on their phone. And it was like, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, Harold. Okay, yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh, no. Did they ever find Harold? And they hung up. And then it rang again, and I tried to turn it off, and the friend was like, shut that off. Shut, not just shut it off. Not just watch. I'm like, I've literally been waiting since 19-fucking-93 to see a goddamn Jurassic World sequel, or Jurassic Park sequel. That's it's called Jurassic World. <laughs> and I was so mad, I just yelled at the woman, and then she stopped talking. Good. But it's been a long time. Well, and now she's it. got this story to tell everybody about this madman that yelled at her to move in here. <laughs> I seen I seen a movie earlier this year with my family. I can't remember what it was. It might have been for my dad's birthday. It came out in April. I think I don't know what what Marvel. Oh, it was Doctor Strange. I was gonna say Morbius. It's, it was all that was Father's Day. That was Father's Day. What a fucking terrible gift. I love Morbius. Anyways, I can't wait to watch it. I haven't yet. Oh, dude, it's great. Oh, I'm going to watch it. Too. It's so good. Um, but anyways, this guy, his phone kept going off. He kept turning it off. It 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 was vibrating like really loud. Really loud in his pocket. I'm sorry to tell you this, but he's masturbating. He might have been. Well, he no, picked, he was. He, the vibrating was he, that. Loud. It was. It, you can hear it off of his 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 uh, kind of his cheese thighs. It just echoing. He pulls his phone out and he goes, "I'm in the movie theater. Stop calling me!" He yells this while in the movie theater towards the like the the three quarters when they're having the music battle. Uh, when he send it, when Doctor Strange is sending the notes at the bad Doctor Strange, he's yeah. yelling this in the theater. I'm in the theater. Stop calling me. And he yells this. And Why does he got to be Southern? He just was, Johnny. He probably he just was. <laughs> Johnny, I'm I not feel, trying to. I feel personally attacked. <laughs> I'm not I, trying look, to. Look, Matt, I just, I was tired of that guy calling me. He wouldn't stop. And I had to yell at him to tell him to stop. Johnny. And I thought if I yelled out loud in the theater, then everybody would be like so happy for me for stopping the phone calls, I'd get a standing ovation. 
I know. I've we've all had those moments. We've all had those moments. Like, come on, dude. Like, Johnny, I'm not trying to make you feel uncomfortable either. This man had overalls and he had flannel, and it was fucking April when it's like 70 degrees out, starting to get to be that point. Doc, call me. I'm in the movie theater. And then he hangs it up. It's like, damn, dude, you could have just just turned your phone off. You had to announce that to the entire movie theater. I dude. hate. I hate that y'all can just do a southern exit and it's funny and i can't do a northern exit it's let's not hear it no 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 let's, let's i no, can't the problem, do it johnny the problem with that is like a northern accent isn't funny that's a true. southern accent is funny that's that's how that's 90 percent of my comedy exactly right <laughs> yeah so you can just talk well it'd be funny do we have i mean do we have an accent yes, to you? We, this do. Is always we definitely do we, we, we have an accent yeah, to we you? definitely do you do but it's not that um strong does that make sense like it's yeah yeah, it's y'all sound just normal to me. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, maybe it's because you're used to talking to us so much. Perhaps, perhaps it could be. I think, I think, I think I've told you my favorite theater story was when I went to go see Django Unchained, and I was sitting uh, next to a very large African American gentleman. I don't like where this is going on. No, it's good. It's good. And he Matt, had ready, snuck Matt, ready in. To cancel this. <laughs> no, this is not like uh, I'll tell you when I'm going to say something racist. This is not going to be racist. Okay. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for giving us a warning. <laughs> I almost said something last week, and I said, you know what? I'm thinking about this in my mind. I said this is going to be a racist quote, so I'm not going to say it. And That's then I even, I, said, I even said, yes, I said I was going to say something racist, but I won't. And then Chad is like, well, thank God. And I said. That's how I know I'm not racist because I can identify my internal thoughts as, yeah, that's racist. Don't say that. Well, <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, this is not racist. The gentleman had smuggled in many a snacks and he was a big burly man. And it was the scene where uh, they're coming up to the old Candyland, and uh, Jamie Foxx is on the horse and Sam Jackson comes out and he looks at Leonardo DiCaprio. He's happy to see him. And, oh, Moshe Candy. Nice to see you. And then he sees uh, Jamie Foxx. He goes, what's that? And we're doing up on that day. And then they say it again. And it was just funny the way he said it, like the dialect, the cadence. Just, you know how Tarantino does it. So I start giggling. And this guy just like literally mid mid giggle. He looks at me, turns his head violently and looks at me. And I just like slowly turn my head like, oh, fuck. Matt can't take any more of this. He's just going to leave. And I look at him, Johnny, and you know what the guy says? He looks what? at me right in the eye. And he just giggles and he goes, yeah, that shit's pretty funny. <laughs> and that was it. That was it. We had no more interactions. He knew that he scared me. He knew that it was funny. It was marvelous. Just marvelous. Johnny, you got to have a good good theater story. Besides, like a good one, not a bad one. Right? Not when that fucking Karen... Ruined your movie experience because I can't think of any on that are nothing at that level. Man, I no. had another. Oh, hold on, my headphones are not. I'm sorry. Go ahead, John. No, we're not saying anything. Oh, John, no, look I, I was talking. You, this the whole time you were gone, we didn't say a word. <laughs> okay, I'm just telling the story that when you I heard. Went, when I went to go see Infinity War for the second time in the same weekend, I sat next to this uh, very large. Um, I won't identify his ethnicity, but he smelled like shit. And uh, he's like, oh, he's well, like, he's not white. Southern, because wasn't he? <laughs> he's not white because you wouldn't have specified ethnicity if he was. He was right? Southern, guaranteed. I'm drinking Powerade. No response. No response. Anyway, anyway he was a large feller. And uh, we were sitting there. 
And he's, I'm like, yeah, I seen this. I was talking to him before the movie started. I'm like, yeah, I seen this movie on Thursday, open at night. This was like the Saturday after it opened up. And he goes, oh no, shit, me too. And uh, yeah, no shit, that's what you smell like, sir. <laughs> but every time a part would come up, like he'd be like, fuck, he'd be like, he'd yell out the part to me, like right next to me. Well, everybody who hadn't seen the movie, new was friends, around. yeah, new friends. He was like, "Oh shit, Thor's coming!" And then, like, <laughs> oh, spoiling it, spoiling, spoiling it, just spoiling it for you. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah, what a dick. Yeah, he made you look. What like a the shocker! Theater was, the theater was. Packed. He sounded southern too. <laughs> what a giant shocker! I'm gonna clean this. I'm gonna. He's a hey, big Johnny, southern Johnny, man. the gentleman who made me think I was committing a hate crime. Uh, he was also southern. He had a southern brawl. Good and, and he was very intelligent to play that we're, joke on me. We're coming so, up there and so, invading you. <laughs> you know, he, he, I mean, that when did Django come out? Like 2013, uh, 2014? He's been unchained for a while now. Yeah, he's been chained. Yeah, he's been, he's been free for quite some time. That Django, Django, Django. Uh, no, not I, him. It's with a D, the D is silent. Uh, I, I do want to do some uh quick reviews of stuff I've watched recently. Yes, what did you watch? All right, so I fell asleep twice during Rings of Power. No, oh, so good review then. <laughs> yeah, I watched it once last week at night, fell asleep. Then I watched it again this week during the day, and I fell asleep. And then I tried to watch it again in the afternoon, and I'll tell you what happened. I fell asleep. Nice. And uh, I didn't care for it. I had bad uh, dreams. Johnny, my, your reviews. Uh, real quick, my... uh one of my bestest pals, Trevor, has now seen all of the episodes that are out so far, and he loves it. And he's a giant Lord of the Ring nerd. So, um, okay, just me then. That's good. I think it's uh, one of those shows that I've realized it's not for me, and I'm not going to like it. So I'm just not going to watch. it. I feel it. like it's every show we talk about. <laughs> no, I have the other ones I like. Obi Wan. We haven't uh, talked about Obi Wan. <laughs> no, we haven't talked about. No, it is called Obi Wan because I cried a lot. Obi Wan. And I still have a Reva action figure. I bought one. I bought not one, but two. One to keep mint in package and one out of box. That's, that's how I know you have a problem. If you're yes, that's how figure. I know. I, I also have a problem. Yes, I agree. <laughs> All right. So uh, the first review I'll give you is for um, Minions, the Rise of Gru. Oh, is that great? I hope it is. I it's love it. It's pretty Minions. good. It's pretty good. Uh, I think it's of the Minion movies, it's probably the better one. Uh, I like the first one, so okay. No, the first one's good, too, but I think this one's a little better. Is um, it mellow yellow? Yes. Quite rightly. It is. There's good. a lot of yellow in this. Great. I love it. It's like a, it's like a Simpsons episode on Overload. It's so oh, much yellow. Sign me up all day. Uh, but there's a, all the... Um, uh, my favorite part is the one of the villains is this kung fu nun, and she's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Sold. Sold. Uh, all right, so uh, I really liked it. I enjoyed it overall. Um, the next thing I'll will review will be uh, Light and Magic. It's the documentary series about ILM that's on Disney Plus. There's like six oh. episodes. It starts from when they were uh, when you know they were created for the original Star Wars on up to today, and it is incredibly good. If you care anything about, uh, if you find anything interesting about the making of movies and stuff, I highly, highly recommend it. I really yes. liked it. I tell you, Disney does documentaries very well, and uh, that's the main reason I've kept a lot of my 
diamond edition, special edition, signature edition, uh, like classic Disney films. Yeah. Uh, animated stuff. Cause I just love the behind the scenes, like what it took to get the movies made, uh, the animation process, how that they, the song process, everything they did. Um, so I have to check that out. I didn't know, like the one that, uh, the one that they did uh, about like Disney in general, like it was a uh, uh, rock. The uh, Dwayne Johnson was like the executive producer. Oh yeah, yes, that yeah. was fantastic. That was so really good. I'll have to watch this because I mean I got my extra stakes in the game with ILM and Lucas and everything. So uh, awesome, I have to check that out. Yes, it's very, it's good. it's very very good. Uh, they also talk about some of the big movies that they did that kind of changed special effects. Uh, so that's oh yeah yeah um uh Baron, you got it. Oh, no. oh wait. You don't look too good. <laughs> I, guess, I don't know if you know this, but my baby brother, <clears throat> Ivan Kirshner, yes, he was the director of that <sighs> film for cinema yeah. where the Empire struck uh-huh. me. Yeah. I'll take a nap now. Oh, good gosh. Okay, Barry. There's some rebels in this house. Uh, <laughs> Yes, there sure are. But I highly recommend it. Like it goes through Star Wars, it goes through uh, Terminator Two, Jurassic Park, all the big ones that kind of changed special nice. effects. Yeah, yeah, awesome. I forgot, awesome. man. I hadn't seen Terminator Two in a long time, and it, I'm gonna have to go back and watch it again. I forgot how just incredible that movie is, even just special effects wise. Do you, do you have the director's too. cut? Do you have the director's cut? No, I don't oh, think I've even seen that. Oh God, the director's cut has a scene where they're taking the chip out of Arnold's head. Yeah, and. Uh, it's in the Burrito? like the the the, <laughs> the computer chip, sorry, in oh. the the bike warehouse, and they have him like facing a mirror, right? Oh, I have seen this. Yes, yes, yes. and they did it where it was like they they had stunt doubles playing Edward Furlong and uh, Sarah, uh, sorry, uh, Linda Linda Hamilton. Yeah, and they CGI'd their face on them. It wasn't a mirror, but it looked seamless. And they had two sets of actors doing the same scene. Like 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 the old school like uh comedy sketches where they had yeah. a mime in the mirror. Right. And he would just do what you did. Yeah. It's fantastic. Like it's amazing. Huh. So like they talk about just a quick example, they talk about that scene where um, you know, um oh what's his name? The one playing the villain in that one? Pat uh well, it was the T one thousand. Yeah, uh, but the actor's name is who I'm trying to. Uh, Let me Google it. He's yeah, he's, he's in he's, everything. Yeah, he was in X Files. He's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's, he's in great. everything. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. Uh, anyway, Robert Patrick. Yeah, yes, he, was yes. in, he was in Peacemaker. He's great. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that scene where he's he walks through those bars, but then his gun gets stuck because his gun's not made out of the same stuff as him. Yeah, it's fantastic. and they just like, talked about that scene and how they made it, and it's just it's just beyond fascinating. Um, so I highly recommend that of all the stuff I've seen, that was probably my absolute favorite. Um, uh, I saw Thor love and thunder. I've now seen it and man, I was really conflicted on this overall. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, but I think in the, uh, out of the movies that, um, how do you say his name? I always get it wrong. Uh, Waititi. Yeah. What that Waititi has done. And I'm a big fan of him, despite the fact that I can never say his name. Uh, I love his movies. This is probably one of his weaker movies to me. If you're just looking at his movies, uh, there's Jojo Rabbit. I would is in another class compared to this, just for example. But yeah, even his earlier stuff, like yeah, um, he usually does a better job of balancing the drama and comedy. 
Yeah, this one felt to me like there or, was. Yeah, and I know, they, and I, and I know there yeah. was because somebody told me that they cut a lot out of this to get it at two hours. Yes, they did. Uh, but you need like uh, Christian Bell's gore is so good and so just a different tone from everything else that you need more of him to balance out the comedy. I felt so plus uh, plus with even even with Zeus. Yeah, like he's played like such a buffoon. Yeah, an entertaining buffoon nonetheless. But then that after credit scene, like he's played like a totally different character. And I heard that they filmed two different iterations with Russell Crowe. One played for laughs, one played seriously. And they went with the one for laughs. And it just like, after you've seen that, like you, like they say, you know, you can never make a second first impression. Like after you see him like that, you can't take him seriously as a threat when he's telling Hercules to go after fucking Thor. Right. Um, But Hercules was still a cool reveal. Yeah. yeah, but but like even the like Zeus was like like even like the build up to reveal Hercules is like, well, you're a joke. Like why? Like you're trying to sound menacing now to build up Hercules. But like and I, don't get me wrong, I loved that whole scene, but um, I felt that there was a. Not not as good of a balance between the drama and the comedy. I, I would agree. Movie. I definitely But I will there. say, like, I watched it in theaters, and I liked it, but I didn't love it. I watched it again, and I liked it a lot more than I thought I would have on second viewing. Um, So there is that. Yeah. Uh, I Again, I enjoyed it overall. I think there's more good than bad for me in this. Agreed. Uh, the whole ending with the black and white of that area was just really cool, really well done. Uh, yep. I like that, too. Any of the gore stuff was fantastic. Um. But I, but the like the guardians didn't even need to be in this. They were kind of wasted. Guardians oh, for sure, galaxy. for sure. Yeah, don't yeah, do yeah, not yeah. go into the, if you haven't seen this. Don't go into this movie expecting a lot of Guardians of the Galaxy. They're kind of in and out really quick. So yeah, um, the, I don't even think like uh, Nebula. I don't think Nebula had like she had like one line of dialogue. Drax the same one thing. One or two. Yeah, it was yeah, real. They didn't even talk. Like, the, unless you were Star Lord, you didn't have more it, than one line of dialogue. I felt like Star Lord didn't even feel like Star Lord. That's what I've been trying to say is that like they've kind of they've just and I feel uh, like and I, the, well, the guardi- yeah the well that was the other thing like the like complete back burner well for that's the, the other thing like or, every yeah. other film that the Guardians have been in James Gunn directed those scenes yeah this is the only movie where James Gunn didn't direct the scenes with the Guardians and you could tell because Chris Pratt as Star Lord didn't feel like Star Lord like he was more wise. And right. not goofy, because I, I don't know if they're trying to underplay his goofiness with Thor's goofiness, but like it played well in Infinity War because Gunn directed those scenes. Right. But in this film, it felt lacking. Yeah, I would agree there. Uh, so. But again, overall, I, I still enjoyed it. It was still a pretty fun movie to watch. Um, and what was the other one I was going to do? Oh, Cobra Kai season five. Uh, how many legs are sweeped? <laughs> so many legs. <laughs> how many so people many, are so many body many, bags of God? Oh God, yes. <laughs> uh, how many people does Sato call cowards? Oh, so many. Uh, but there is a reason to watch this season. Uh, like all the other seasons, the fights are done really well. Uh, the fight choreography in the show is quite good, uh, in my opinion. And they bring back Chosen from one of the original. Uh, films and he is freaking awesome in this one so uh, i recommend it just to watch him alone he's so great in chosen this. was his part two right 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. He was the so one. They, they brought the him one. back. I want to say season three. He came back at the end of season four. I know that at the very end. No, but in season three, he had a standalone. Episode, oh, yes, 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 yes. He and he was great in that. Yeah, so yeah. when he popped in at the end of season four, I was very hyped. Yeah, he um, is great. He is fantastic. Yeah, in this. Yes, he was great. Everything he's done in this series. So yeah, he's the reason to, from, in my opinion, he's the reason to watch. He's the reason to watch. Season. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. And he's in a lot of it. So uh, I, I had that feeling because they showed him at the dojo. So I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Um, and also, I, as a, and also as a Raphael nerd, uh, he brings back the sigh and makes it really cool. <laughs> oh, that is neat. Yeah, nice. That is cool. I'm all. About uh, it. But yeah, I really recommend. I, I overall, it's really good. But I was telling you guys, um, as much as I love this show, I hope they know that they need to end it on their own terms. So uh, now, it needs to end soon. <laughs> now, Johnny, you commended the fight choreography. Yes. Is it as violent as it's been in like like season three? It like tech. It took like a new level of violence. Like. These kids should be dead. Um, it's the the fights with the with the younger people because they're not really kids anymore, honestly. That's but the true. Fight, the fights with the younger people are violent, but the adults definitely do way more than we're really, really violent fights in this one. Mm, okay. Chosen has an especially violent fight. That's all I'll say. Okay. Um, yeah. did you see Pinocchio? No, I, oh, I wanted to. That's what I'm. I loved watch it. List. I loved it. I watched it. I liked it a lot more than I thought I would have liked it. Even I even the, cried a little bit at the beginning. Like I was cheering up my, I was just cheering up a little bit. Yeah, the, a lot of people were complaining because, like in the original Pinocchio, uh, spoiler Johnny, this movie took place in the thirties. But I've he's seen got the original. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, he yeah, don't ruin this for him. Like they, they never really, and thunder. They never really <laughs> say why he wants a kid. In this one, they elaborate on that. Yes. Um, which it was, it was heartfelt. It was endearing. Like a lot of people are shitting on it. And I'm like, no, I think that makes it like, it brings it up. It brings it up and it explains it more when you got like just this old guy. Oh, I want a little baby boy. Like, okay. Those themes in the thirties were genuine, but now it's a little nefarious. You have to change it. Right. Um, yeah, this filled in the gaps where cartoons is easier to just kind of transition from one moment to another. Live action, I think it's yeah. better if you just now, kinda, the, if you seamlessly go through it. And if you go and, back and watch the cartoon though, for when it came out, uh, the fact that all this is done by hand is incredible. Dude, it, yes, uh, yes. I, I will say to this day, I think Pinocchio is Walt Disney's crowning achievement in the art of animation. Yes, it's it actually is incredible. Yeah. It is a beautifully, yeah. It's a beautifully animated film. I think it is the like in the fact it was like the 30s. Jesus, man, this film it holds up, and it's a beautifully animated film. The cuckoo clocks, uh, Jimmy, like the, everything about it. There was a lot of Easter eggs in the cuckoo clock. There was a lot, this, which I know this. a lot of people didn't like because, like, wait a minute, this is supposed to play, take place in the 30s, but they had all these cuckoo clocks. Like there was a who framed Roger Rabbit, Cuckoo Clock. There was Lion King. There was Sleeping Beauty. There's Beauty and the Beast. There was all these, like, they had all these. Might have been okay. Uh, well, there were all these Cuckoo Clocks that, like, paid homage to all the Disney movies over the years. Yeah, Snow White and Sleeping Beauty did, were old school. I will admit yeah. it. It did kind of take me out of the. Ball game? Uh, it took me out of the, <laughs> you know how they say, like, you, the. You escape and it will film. Yeah. And yeah. when I saw those, I'm like, okay, I'm watching a film. Like they did take me out of the uh, realm of disbelief. I will I admit that. Because yeah. um, I'm like, hey, there's that one. Hey, look at that one. Hey, look at that one. But um, so I could see people's complaint on that. 
But as a whole, I thought the film was great. I like the fact that, um, like, kind of in Pinocchio, Honest John comes, he's kind of weaved in and out of the plot. Yeah. But in this one, it's like he, Pinocchio, encounters an obstacle, overcomes it. In, encounters an obstacle, overcomes it. There's good, yeah, there was good growth throughout the whole thing. Uh, encounters an obstacle, Especially overcomes it. <laughs> but I will say, I liked, and a lot of people were pissed off too because the Blue Fairy only made one appearance. I thought that that was actually beneficial because it showed that Pinocchio was growing on his own. He wasn't relying on magic to get him in and out of the kerfuffles that out he of put trouble. himself in. Right. You know? Even with Jiminy Cricket. Like, I know a lot of, uh, the one big song that people were pissed off that they excluded was uh, Give a Little Whistle. Yes. That was not included, but uh, the rest of the songs were there. Uh, I'm sorry, like, um, When You Wish Upon a Star. Yeah, that's such gets, a classic. It gets me yeah. every time. Shut, yeah, just yeah. shut your mouth, and it's just a beautiful song. Like, you cannot... And who played the Blue when Fairy? You wish a star. See, even you sing it like that. Like I like uh, when you wish upon a star and Rainbow Connection. Like those two songs shut up. She just shut me down. I'm gonna just I love them to this day. Always will. But the the woman who sang uh who was the Blue Fairy, she had a beautiful voice. She was well like that. She sang that song beautifully. Um, so. If there was backlash, which I don't think there was genuine backlash. I didn't hear anything bad. When about the trailer really first did. hit, there was. But was it real or was it manufactured? Who knows? Meh. But she was great in the role. Everybody's great. In the, like, people are shitting on Tom Hanks. I thought he was great as Geppetto. Um, Johnny, oh, did, go watch it. Job, it was. Yeah. It was. I'm, I'm planning to see it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know you did. Like I said, there's a couple kerfuffles like Zemeckis, like later Zemeckis kerfuffles. Like, uh, no spoilers, but like. Mm, the one thing that kind of miffed me was we're in that Pleasure Island. You have the coachman, right? Exactly. You have the coachman, right? And the and 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 the original, like the coachman would uh Jonathan you know, Coachman? Yeah, Jonathan Coachman. Uh the coach. He would take, you know, the bad wrestling references. The bad behaving boys, and he would take them and sell them. Yeah. Right? As donkeys. But he had like these cloud apparitions. Yeah, that was different. That was very different. And that was like a Zemeckis thing. I don't know if they were trying to like downplay the human trafficking aspect. Because basically what it is. <laughs> that is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> exactly what it is. That's what it is. It is. But like I'm like, okay, like you're downplaying it. Like I understand why I'm sure like he wanted like uh men like grabbing these donkeys and like shoving them on ships. But like they were like these cloud creatures that they never explain. And I'm sure they were trying to downplay the. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they were. Yeah. yeah. But no, I I mean, I smiled and laughed a lot like watching this movie. There were some emotions. I don't know, because I, I could Pinocchio is like a, it's, a, it's a childhood classic to me. I grew up on it and I actually did for my cultural anthropology class many years ago when I. Flunked, before I flunked out of college the second time, um, my. Uncle, my she's not like my grandmother, but my my aunt's mom grew up in Italy and uh, talked about like Italy, Italian, like I think it was pretty by the the, the Alps or whatever. But um, she discussed like how big Pinocchio was. Pinocchio oh, she, yeah. is massive over there. Like 
bigger than Mickey Mouse. Like Pinocchio is the face of Disney over in, you know, in Europe and that in that kind of central area. But I just yeah, I I I I was laughing. I love the part where he was uh uh again not spoiling it, but he was he was explaining his all everything that transpired between him leaving the house from school to him finding Geppetto on the little boat. Yeah. And I was just like, this is hilarious. Yeah. Um, I, I did. I like, I, I enjoyed this a lot more than I did the cartoon. That's not to negate what the cartoon meant to me, but I, I found myself having fun. I thought they, 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 they modernized it just right. Now I will say, if you give me this in the cartoon, I'm going to take the cartoon nine times out of 10. But, this was enjoyable. Also, I'll, I'll compare it to like Jungle Book. You give me Jungle Book, I'm going to take the animation nine times out of ten. But I enjoyed the yes. live action Jungle yeah. Book. I, in um, my opinion, that live action Jungle Book has been the best of the live action ones. That's what I will agree with. I would say Pinocchio's probably uh, two like three. two or three. Yeah. I would say um, where they expanded on stuff, they changed stuff just so um, to make it more interesting in some aspects, not as great in other aspects. Like, like when they went to pleasure islands, obviously they're not going to be smoking cigars, but they went out of their way to like, this is root beer. Like, Oh great. I've never seen fucking golden root beer with a head <laughs> like that. Like it was clearly beer. Yeah. It's clearly beer with yeah. roots in it. <laughs> yeah. Like, like get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But, right. um, so, what did you, what, what did you think of the ending, Matt, without any spoilers? If you get my drift, which, he does it. <laughs> it's, it's escaping me. The ending. Okay. Um, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it for Johnny. Yeah, I do not want to hear any of this. <laughs> okay. Johnny, I, I tell week, you this. I will watch, watch the this, ending. I will let me know before next week yeah. and we can discuss it. Okay. Yes, I will do that. All right. All right. Now, uh, I think it's I think it's time for the main event, fellas. It is. Yeah. Uh, it's it's porking time. Oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> da -da, Bing. Da -da, da -da. Bing Rames, are you here? No, he's not. Uh, he's too busy eating the meats. But he said <laughs> that we should also eat the meats. Tell us, Porkins, how we can eat the meats. Very carefully, what you do is you take these meats and you put your lips upon a star. <laughs> now, Mr. Porkins, earlier in this episode, I talked <laughs> about this succulent wrap that i had yeah and it had can you tell me the name of this wrap it had it had uh jalapeno medallions and it was so, some kind of chicken or beef i can't even remember it was when a succulent beef meat upon a star wrap <laughs> oh it was a star wrap let me look that up star oh, star, wrap. oh starfish wrap. Star wrap a golden starfish wrap well that doesn't make sense wait a minute now a chocolate covered starfish wrap have you tried Arby's new fish sticks? Don't. <laughs> Stick with the roast beef sandwich and all will be okay. Now, Mr. No. Porkins, yes. uh, let me ask you this. Did you know that if you're horny, you should let's do it and you can ride it? My Oh, sorry. That was a different bit. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the cheese. The, the cheese on the roast beef sandwiches. Is that actual cheese or is that some kind of liquid gold? It's whatever you want it to be. <laughs> I heard the prospector tell me that it was liquid gold. That it he is. mined that cheese. It's he mined liquid it. liquid gold. Is it? I oh. found it in the mountains of California. 
You got a foreign IA, you say? Yeah. Gosh darn it. All right. Is it 24 carat? Is it made of carrots? <laughs> Apples and carrots and, and pie. Oh, my. <laughs> you don't. Ooh. I'll tell you. Uh, what is in the RB sauce, by the way? Because I uh, love it. That's it's not just barbecue. Secret. What? That's an old trade secret. Okay, okay. Can't give that away. Um, so now I've read here on your menu that the smokehouse brisket is your signature sandwich. Do you sign every single one of those briskets? <laughs> yes, I get a can of cheese and I put my name on it. All right, now I've also read here that your <laughs> your market fresh a sandwich is the classic chicken club wrap. How fresh is the market in which you get it from? We got to take his phone away, man. <laughs> I'll tell you what I had. We got to take his sprite away. Too. I'll tell you. I tell yeah. you what market fresh it did for me. So the wrap that I had that was ever so succulent was the jalapeno bacon chicken wrap folks that's what i ate that's what made my mouth water i suggest you get the same would you, mr porkins would you so i know there's no well technically there is no ham in it but there's definitely some swine because there's some bacon in there now a lot of, i know a lot of gangsters say they don't dig on swine because it's a filthy animal now what would you say your stance on swine uh related eating well, what would you think i'm fine with it just like in Home Alone, we can all be filthy animals. Oh. <laughs> Are we ready for our uh, Porkins stories? I, I wrote it out today. I'm very excited about it. I, I have mine on my phone. I'm ready to go, too. Will, how many pages did you write? Uh, none. I've got it all up here in the old beef brisket brain. <laughs> That's even scarier. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to start? I mean, should Johnny, do you want to kick this off? Or? I, I think can. Johnny needs to be the main event. You think Johnny should be that? I think Johnny should be the main event. I'm fairly proud of mine. I'll kick it off. I'm I'm lame typically, so let's let's get going. Jack Porkins, a Star Wars story. This is just a synopsis, uh, a short essay of what the film will be about, and we fill in the parts once we film. Uh, you know, let's see, film the movie. All right, the Death Star explodes. The battle is won for everyone in the Rebel Alliance, except for Jack Porkins. The blast of the Death Star's reactor exploding did not kill Jack Porkins, though. He did not eviscerate the hero of the Battle of Yavin. The fact it saved him is the Force is not ready to accept him. Jack Porkins is alive. Being, being blasted into space would kill a normal human being, but not Porkins. He was shot. <laughs> he was shot through space like a turbo laser from the destruction of the Death Star. He awoke and heard a unfamiliar voice calling out to him. Hmm, dead you are not. Reach out with the force you will. Confused, Porkins raised his arm as he, as he would for a Arby's roast beef sandwich, and he was taken aback by what transpired when he did. Suddenly, a wave of energy flowed through Jack, and he began to fly through space. No, really, it's true. The force filled his lungs with air and propulsed him through the wide-open galaxy like he was Princess Leia in Episode Eight. By the time he fully came to, he was near a grassy, swampy planet. As he got closer, he realized that he landed in a dark place, but there was a little green man who waited for his arrival. Strong with the Force are you, said the little green man. Yoda, I am, and your teacher of the Force I will be. 
Yoda explained the force to the astonished rebel pilot. I've got to get home. Back to Yavin. It's a giant feast in honor of the destruction of the Death Star. Yoda shook his head. Food there is here. Everywhere, said Yoda. He also said, you will be the savior of the Jedi. Porkins remembered the Jedi Order from his youth. He was 15 when they were labeled as enemies of the Republic. To be their savior? I just, I really just want a sandwich, said Porkins. And Yoda shrugged his shoulders. Desire a sandwich, do you? Come follow me and sandwiches you will have. Porkins. <laughs> That's too many sandwiches, Mr. Jack. Porkins followed Yoda to his hut, but unfortunately. <laughs> Seven tells me we're all going to have a sandwich part in our because <laughs> I don't want to brag or give anything away, but there may be sandwiches in mine as well. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, he, Porkins could not fit inside Yoda's hut. He was both <laughs> too large. Size, that is sizes. Po- he was both horizontally and vertically challenged. Too large to enter. <laughs> Yoda fed him sandwiches through the window. <laughs> it's a drive-through. Yes, <laughs> it's a drive-through. Rapture, you are. No way to go home. There is. Yoda said to Jack, "Train with me." Jack nodded. As long as you keep feeding me these sandwiches, where are these from? <laughs> and Yoda looked down. Then he looked back up, and he said. Arby's. Need a place you need. There is a cave nearby where you may stay. Your weapons you will not need. Show you the way I will. Yoda leaves Porkins at the cave and instructs him that training begins. Three years later, Porkins is a fully trained Jedi Knight. He he slimmed down to about 180 pounds. He'd been independent and nearly ready to leave the planet. Yoda had given him his blessing. For completing his training, Yoda gifted Porkins a replica custom-sized suit of the Dark Lord of the Sith, Darth Vader, to breeze past the Empire and to find the Rebel Alliance so that he could help save the galaxy. He put on the Darth Vader suit. It fit well, the lightsaber, a crimson blade, but he heard someone coming. Was it Yoda? (laughs) No, it was too tall, whatever it was. As he turned the corner, a a young man in a gray two-piece suit walked around the corner. He looked familiar, but he had a lightsaber. The young man drew his lightsaber, the blade as blue as the ocean. Porkins was startled. He drew his lightsaber and engaged in contact. And after a few collisions with the blade, the young man swung for Porkins' neck and cut it off. (laughs) 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 His return home and lost over 250 pounds was for naught. Luke Skywalker murdered him. The right guy (laughs) at the wrong place at the wrong time. The end. (laughs) Well done. I enjoyed that. Well, that was a lot of fun to do, actually. (laughs) All right, I shall try to top that. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but here we go. (laughs) All right. So the burly rebel pilot uh, flew his X-Wing over the Battle of Yavin. Red Six was his name, his call name. Uh, He was blown to smithereens, just like we saw in the film, the motion picture, Star Wars Episode Four: The New Hope. And as the Death Star exploded, chunks of Mr. Porkins exploded. (laughs) Aimlessly through space. Also floating aimlessly through space was Darth Vader's TIE fighter after it was shot and made to go all hullabaloo by Mr. Han Solo in the Millennium Falcon. And as Darth Vader was spinning out of control, he could see these chunks of Mr. Porkins and he used his tractor beam to suck these chunks into his TIE fighter advanced. As Vader re bound as the Empire did. He took these chunks of Mr. Porkins and he took them to the same lab on Mustafar in which rebuilt him. And he went there and he gave the droids, the medic droids, 
the capabilities of rebuilding this man, make him better, make him stronger, make him more advanced. And they did so with many of slices of roasted beef from the hobbies. <laughs> Pasting him together with the horsey sauce and army sauce. <laughs> And slathering the melted cheese substitute. Why the beef on wet? I need, I need fan art of this product. And there was Mr. Porkins, the new Sith Inquisitor. <laughs> Vader sent him on many missions, sent him to Cloud City, but alas, he was too slow. Sent him to Hoth before. Alas, again, too slow. The roasted beef did not meld well with the cold temperature. <laughs> but Porkins would have his day. And once... <laughs> he traveled to the Tatooine system and landed his Inquisitor starship down right outside of Jabba's palace. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till I get to mine. <laughs> it's a, it's a, these are eerily close. <laughs> Porkins would land his ship down and follow a golden protocol and a blue and silver astromech into the palace of the great beast. In he went, following, wondering, and waiting for his prey, Luke Skywalker, the one that had besmirched the Rebel Alliance and took his call signal. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Porkins was always Red 5 before Luke took it. He was waiting for Red 5. And this always bothered Jet Porkins. So, right before Luke would go in to uh, debate with Jabba over the, the, the possession of the carbonized Han Solo, in comes Mr. Porkins, waiting and waiting and waiting. Here comes Luke Skywalker, his target. But right before he could make a move, Luke Skywalker, blinded by ambition, blinded by the Jedi Knight way, would fall, Mr. Porkins, falling with a green twilight into the Rancor pit. Oh, no, and he's roasted. And before, before. He, oh, he's the fucking pig thing. <laughs> before, before he could cop a feel on the Ula, the Twi'lek dancer, he was gobbled up by the Rancor. And the cheese was good. <laughs> yeah, what a, that's like that's like when when they try to retcon that old dude from Return of the Jedi as like Captain Rex. Yes, from Cold yes, yep, yep, <laughs> yep. I like how in both of y'all's uh, they just end in complete tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> of course, how else are we gonna write up Jack Porkins? I mean, he died in tragedy. Should, he should die in tragedy again. I mean, Yoda tried to warn Luke Skywalker not to bring yeah. his. I love, I love the fact that he was the fucking Darth Vader. <laughs> that was that was a swerve I didn't see coming until it was spelled out for me. <laughs> All right, are you guys ready for this? Oh, I we're am so pumped. All right, here we go. Porkins, a Star Wars story. So we're going to open with a close up of Porkins, and he has this intense look on his face. And the camera's going to pan out. And you realize that he's in a psychiatrist's office. And this lady is trying to talk to him, trying to get Porkins to open up. But all these tragedies that have befallen him, uh, including almost dying at the Death Star. And 
and all of the uh, rebel alliance who he thought were his friends just leaving him there to die. The therapist looks at Porkins and says, you're always covering others, Porkins, but who's going to cover you? And this really struck Porkins, right? He was really blown away by this. He had never thought about this. He'd always been such a selfless person. He thinks his therapist and he walks out. And that's when his phone rings and he looks down and it's Palpatine. He's getting a call from Palpatine. So he answers it and Palpatine tells him, I got some information for you. I need you to meet me. We'll meet you where? On Tatooine. Right there across uh, from most Isley, there's a great Arby's. Meet me, meet me there for a sandwich. He hangs up the phone and Porkins is excited, not only for this information, but also to get his mouth on a watering sandwich from Arby's. Beef brisket. So he gets there and they sit down and they've and they're eating their uh, two for five dollar roast beef sandwiches. And Palpatine starts telling Porkins that Porkins, you're the darkest Sith ever. You have so much hatred inside you and potential and your thirst for revenge sets you apart. And it's because of this that I will give you the greatest Sith weapon of them all. And he slowly slides out from under his robe, a pair of nunchuck lightsabers. (laughs) Porkins is excited and he, Starts swinging them and learning how to use them. And only a couple people are just viciously murdered there by accident. But he quickly gets the hang of it. And then Palpatine, after he laughs, he looks at Porkins and goes, I have one other thing for you. Princess Leia? Yeah. She's at Jabba the Hutt's. (laughs) Porkins gets a look on his face. He knows where he's going next. Soon, he's at Jabba's palace and it's late most of the creatures there are asleep except for the beautiful princess Leia now in the years since the explosion of the Death Star Porkins not only has had the reputation of one of the most evil and vile men or or creatures really in the universe but also one of the biggest and best lovers at all (laughs) he had the reputation of the ultimate ladies man it preceded him. No lady could resist him. And Princess Leia was just, she couldn't help it. She soon, as she saw Porkins, and he hands her an Arby's roast beef sandwich, and he himself takes a bite of that succulent meat. She just stares at his lips, and she goes, cover me, Porkins. <laughs> and it's at that moment they both drop their roast beef sandwiches and they start making beautiful love all over those meats this Porkins fan fiction is brought to you by Arby's (laughs) Arby's we have the meats I really wrote that here (laughs) cover me Porkins that's hot now we're back we're back Uh, put your pants back on Porkins and Leah are cuddling behind 
Jabba's throne after an intense, and I do mean intense, two minutes of incredible lovemaking. And as they're cuddling and they're doing, you know, the pillow talk that two people do after they've made sweet, sweet love to each other. Leah tells Porkins, hey, the rebels, we're going to Endor. Mm, Porkins knows where he must go next for he's already started his revenge. He has slept with Leia and he knew that would get around and that was bound to make a couple people in the rebels mad and upset. But he wanted the ultimate revenge. He needed to take out Luke Skywalker and Wedge and Pillalese. Porkins arrives on Endor. And he is shocked to discover that the Rebels and the Ewoks are in cahoots. How could this happen so quickly? He pulls out his nunchuck lightsabers and starts mowing down an Ewok after Ewok after Ewok. Well, left and right, just cutting off Ewoks' body parts left and right without a care in the world. With a slight smile, nay, a snarl upon his face. That is until some Ewoks had laid a trap, you see. And once he got in the right position, they cut these ropes that held back these logs, and these logs rolled down. And they tricked poor Porkins like he's an ADST. And he can't keep his balance. And our poor Porkins, the hero that we do not deserve, screams, ah! <laughs> and he falls into the river. And he's washed down the river because he can't swim. And over the waterfall he goes. Ah! He screams again. <laughs> seemingly lost to the forest of Endor. Is this the end of Porkins? Or is this just the beginning? Stay tuned. Uh, Porkins will appear in uh, Porkins uh, Star Wars Story Part 2. <laughs> in Star Wars Infinity War. <laughs> we had some beautiful stories guys we did not bad at all not bad at all no kudos to all three of us i think so yeah we do this more often did you guys hear about the arby's padawan menu no but please i'm sure you're gonna tell us <laughs> <laughs> so not only can you <laughs> get a chicken slider a pizza slider a ham slider a pizza slider? I don't Arby's? even know what that is. Yeah, a roast beef slider, a roast turkey slider. You can get chicken tenders. You can get curly roast, uh, curly fries. Oh, the curly uh, fries are fantastic. I'm yeah, a tree top applesauce. But you can also sh- uh, wash that down with the Capri Sun, a Shamrock Farms low fat milkshake, a, sh- a Shamrock Farms low, low fat uh a chocolate milkshake, but you can also get a uh, a Coca-Cola, a Sprite, a Dr. Pepper, a Barks Root Beer, a Minute Maid, uh, Zero Sugar, whatever that is, There's a, a High C, a Flash and Fruit Punch, a Mellow Yellow, a Powerade, an Old Peak Iced Tea, Ooh. or a Fanta. I think the Fanta is the most exciting thing on that menu. How those are some how how is there so many drinks? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no well, idea. It's a lot of beverages. Arby's is holding the fork down with all these beverages. They're they that Arby's is first class fast food. I'm just they saying. are first class. And the fact that they sponsor our show is fantastic. 
This show is not brought to us by polio, but by Arby's. Arby's. The cure for polio. We are the mates. (laughs) Folks, if you're experiencing polio-like or polio tendencies, please go to your local Arby's, get some beef, and you will be cured. Oh, and cheese. Melted cheese. Do you find yourself having chats beside the fireplace? <laughs> Arby's. <laughs> you find yourself having a wife that has no interest in you, but an interest in a lot of other women? Go to Arby's. They have the meats. Do you find yourself at the cusp of a giant world war? Arby's. <laughs> Are you feeling dread of having to form a new deal for this country and every other country? <laughs> But Arby's, they what have about, more meats. What about that NATO Arby's? <laughs> have you ever wanted to hear what it sounds like to rub two halves of roast beef sandwiches together and just go, Arby's, come to my house. <laughs> have you ever felt like you're living in the shadow of your cousin who killed bears and had teddy bears named after him? Go to Arby's and get your all your elements. <laughs> So go to Arby's is what we're trying to say, basically. Yeah. Keep it open. Don't be that person to, to yeah. avoid Arby's because social media peer pressure tells you not to. They have, they have the best jalapeno poppers in the game. Jalapeno. But they burn my mouth every time because I'm too <laughs> anticipated to eat them. I best, wait. Mi- best milkshakes, best fries. Their curly best. fries are uh, top a notch. And let's not forget their RB sauce and horsey sauce. That's right. Yeah. That's the best sauce. You put those together, flavor country, folks. Yeah, the RB sauce, especially. What's <laughs> in we're plucking RBs all this way. They, they're, we're not formulated with RBs at all. We have got little to no compensation from RBs. We just <laughs> like their product. The only compensation we get is when we go to their store and we give them our funds for their delicious sandwiches and meats. I agree. I agree. And I will regret nothing. all right we have gotten through another episode everybody (laughs) congratulations y'all survived honestly give yourself a pat on the back yeah we all deserve it should should i do another eight minute rendition of wow no it's well i passed my bedtime (laughs) understand (laughs) next week sounds good right stooley yeah next week for what next week we're gonna get old genuine in this place Yes, I'll tell you what Genuine's going to do. He's going to tell you about his smooth shaft of his cock. <laughs> I don't know if it just comes out and says that. It's innuendo, you see. And I'll tell you what I don't like is innuendo. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take the smoothness of my shaft. Of my oh, cock, God. And I'm Shoot going to enjoy... Sucking in Chinese meal. Where's Steve Stevens is in this show now? <laughs> He's too busy shitting. I'll tell you what else I'm going to do. So I'm going to... Uh, I'm, I'm back. I have lost... Oh, oh, a crime has not been committed, but I'll tell you something. I'm losing a lot of blood, which has allowed my penis to go from erect to flaccid. Hey, hey. Hey, uh, hey, Baron. Yes, yes, Julie. I got some for you. Is it a cupcake? Is it? Oh shit! It wasn't. It's never a cupcake. I don't know why you always hope for that. Suck the back of my balls, bitch. It's too salty. 
the back of the... Suck the shot of my testicles, you jerk. Back of the balls. That's the shittiest part. I know. That's why I said the side. Because that's where I take good care of them. The side of my balls is uh, nice and shiny. Perfect for your lips. I hope next week that Baron can recuperate and sing us that genuine song. Because he's got a lyrical speaking lyrical gift you know speaking of which thank you for listening to the panel discussion podcast stay tuned next week for when we'll have a genuine good time yes i'll talk about my (laughs) please please enjoy your arby's sandwiches jalapeno stories (laughs) 